0: I love the people I work with, man. Footy Marlowe just popped up in the uh, the studio before he heads home today. And if you don't get the Footy Marlowe re- reference yet, well, you will at some point. I guarantee you that. You you will get it. I I jumped on with Rickard and Hoggard earlier today. And I, I I, think it was Rickard said, hey, what you got coming up on the show today? And I said, man, I don't even know. And they started laughing at me. And they like, and I was like, no, I just got out of a wild conversation. I, when I say I love the people that I work with, I get in pretty early most days. And I don't go on until 3, but I'm usually here, I don't know, 11 o'clock? Something like that. I like to get here, enjoy peace and quiet, sit down in the office, get some work done, listen to the station, listen to other stuff. But a lot of it is just like a locker room setting in our newsroom where it's me and Hoggard and Smoke and Wes and Walker and Fitty Marlowe and Flounder and you know, we we get the guy we get uh, Ace from one oh two five the block coming in. We get all the different folks that work here at Radio One Charlotte that are just and we're just having a grand old time. And we I I stumble into a conversation about foot fetishes and I tell Rickard, I'm like uh, we're, we're exploring right now, whether or not Marlo has a foot fetish and I get back into the studio and Marlo's looking at me like he hates me. He's like, you son of a, and I was like, I didn't say you had one. I said, we were exploring what, and then the text line, the listenership just did what it does. And he, people immediately started calling him footy Marlo <laughs> footy Marlo. And, and I want that name to stick so bad. I want footy Marlo to That Man's toying with it with a new nickname. You know Scott Fitterer is no longer here, so I don't think Fitty works for him anymore. But Footy Marlowe, that is absolutely brilliant stuff. It's incredible. Well, it makes it even
1: better that he's wearing a Charlotte FC cap today. Oh yeah, that is true. <laughs> that made it even funnier. <laughs>
0: that is true. Footy Marlowe. That is true. Uh, real quick, before we get to Brian Burns and the Panthers and more stuff, uh, Texters writing it. Multiple people have asked some variation of this. Uh, Panther Steve says, uh, "KB, what is love is blind?" Very simple it's what everybody's talking about in the building so many people that i would have never expected to talk about a a reality dating show including myself especially myself yeah um but it is it's a dating show that netflix came up with it's in season six season six is an all charlotte cast right so like one of the guys that's on this show just a a muscle head with a mullet he's my favorite on there. His name's trevor dude works out at the dowd ymca in uptown like so many it reminds me of living in charleston when i used to live in, in charleston and I'd go out on the weekends, and I'd say go to the poorhouse on Maybank Highway. If you know Charleston, you know, you, know, you know that area. To go see a local band, and we'd on occasion run into some of the cast members of Southern Charm, for instance, right? So, you know, this is a Charlotte season, and the, the premise of it basically is they take the physical attraction out of dating. So they put men and women in these pods, and they date, quote-unquote, in these pods. They talk to one another through a wall trying to establish an emotional connection, a mental, emotional connection without the element of, of, you know, looks being taken into account. And if these people, quote unquote, fall in love in these pods, they they have to get engaged. And once they become engaged at that point, then they get to see each other. So if you stop for a second and think, not all these things go really well. Some of these people think that they, they found the love of their life on the other side of this wall because they're all desperately looking for it. And on occasion, they have these reveals where they look at each other from 30 feet away and think, oh my God, what have I done? And then they send them off to a tropical destination where they're all mingling with each other and they're seeing the people that they turn down and it turns into chaos and debauchery. Then they bring them back to the city that they're from. And in this case, Charlotte, they had them staying in, a, I think, townhomes in Pineville. The, the drama is just incredible. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And they're not supposed to talk about their looks in these pods. Right? They're not supposed to mention, like, what do you look like? That's supposed to be all off the table. But there's one girl in this this season who leads, leads one guy to believe that she looks like Megan Fox. And she does it in the most backhanded way possible. She's like, yeah, you know, some people say that I kind of resemble, you know, what's his name? MGK's wife. You know, Machine Gun Kelly. Aren't like, they divorced now? I mean, come on. I don't know. I don't think so. Huh. But, like, she leads this guy to believe that she looks like Megan Fox. And so, you know, a guy who's single in his late 20s, they hear Megan Fox. That's that's all. You don't need to say anything else. And then it turns out she doesn't look like Megan Fox. So, I mean, it, it, the drama is incredible. I don't normally like things like this, but because it's Charlotte, it drew me in and I can't turn away. The entire staff is watching it. I walk in yesterday. Colin Hoggart's showing everybody the video of the reveal. Everybody's talking about it. It's fantastic.
1: I'm actually the only one that still hasn't watched it. I was catching up on some uh, NASCAR stuff last night. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but I plan on doing it tonight after the Duke game.
0: Yeah. I, I'm just – look, if you're looking for, you know, mindless entertainment, trash TV with a local spin to it at a time where sports outside of college basketball are a little bit slow, I, I kind of have to recommend it. I got to be honest with you. It's not – it's something that you and the wife might have a really good time with. I'm just saying. 704 570 10 Hit us up. Give me your thoughts. Let's talk Brian Burns for a second. Um, you know, the the, the the trade deadline, or rather, the franchise tag window is open, and the Panthers, as with every other team in the NFL, have until March 5th to assign the franchise tag to someone. Most, I think the belief among most is that the Panthers are in fact looking to franchise Brian Burns. Joe Persons got a piece out from this morning that breaks down Brian Burns, the franchise tag, how we got here, um, what this could all look like. He also, by the way, reports um, you know, that when Burns ended a two-day hold-in before week one last year, the Athletic reported he was seeking a deal with an average annual value of about thirty million dollars. The Panthers were willing to go as high as five years, $27 million a year, which would have made him, according to average annual value, the league's third highest paid edge rusher, alongside Joey Bosa at 27, and behind only Nick Bosa and TJ Watt. We talked about these things then, right? Um, according to Joe, that w- those terms were not acceptable, all right? And so here we are. Now, I want to also throw this in, Smoke, because I've seen some discussion on Twitter the last day or two about the non-exclusive franchise tag. And if you're not quite familiar, think back to Baltimore and Lamar Jackson last offseason. All right. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, non-exclusive franchise tag, meaning they tagged him. But if, if another team really wants him, they can match and take him. But they have to send two first round draft picks back in return two. So, I mean, it's a great thought. I understand why you'd at least give it a shot, maybe. But there's no belief around the organization or around the league that anyone is prepared to give up two first-round picks for Brian Burns. I don't think this season was so bad that it tanked his value. But it wasn't good. It didn't help his value. And as far as we know, the Rams last year, their offer of two first-round picks and a second-rounder there's there's no information that would indicate that other teams offered two first round draft picks then for Brian Burns. So just to to establish this up front smoke, do you think there's any chance that anybody in any, it only takes one team, but is there one team in the NFL right now that you think is saying, you know what? We still think Brian Burns is worth two first round picks. We'll do the deal. No, I don't think so either. So I don't know that the, the non-exclusive franchise tag makes a whole lot of sense. For Brian Burns at this stage right I wouldn't think anyway it's in everybody's best interest to get a deal done I think now there are some people by the way who don't think that Brian Burns wants to be here do do you have any do you believe he doesn't want to be here and I understand that I'm asking you a question about what's in his head knowing that none of us could possibly know with certainty what he actually feels but there are a lot of folks who are looking at you know the deals that have reportedly been turned down and some of the things that he said, and they believe that he doesn't actually want to be here. Is that the vibe that you get?
1: No. I think he wants to be here, but I also don't think he's just so resolute on wanting to be here that he's going to take a pay cut or anything. He's wanting to get his money, and if push comes to shove and he's not going to get his money, he would eventually want it. But I do think his top priority would to be to get paid and stay here.
0: I would think so. like Brant, this is where Brant Tillis has to go to work right they brought him over from Kansas City for a reason probably paid him out the nose to get him here to do exactly this he's he's got to get this deal done I think now you can use the tag if you want to but it's going to hinder you short term a little bit it seems like you can open up some money but um, nothing is as ideal I think when it comes to cap management and bringing more talent in here nothing's as ideal as Brian Burns and the team getting a deal done Right. And backloading that sucker, getting him the the guaranteed money that he wants, but structuring that deal that otherwise is team friendly. That's ideal. And if you're looking at the report here that said, hey, they offered him five years, 27 million before the season last year. And he said, no, thank you. All right. Well, we knew reports had it that he wanted 30 a year on average. Is he still holding on to that? Because if so, I understand the Panthers' hesitance to do that. I mean, you're talking about, you, you start getting into that territory, a roster that already has a great deal of, of talent deficiency in terms of depth, never mind needing an edge rusher opposite him. You're, you're taking away the opportunity to sign another player when you start throwing on that kind of extra money, $3, $4, 5000000 million extra on average. Can't do it. You just can't. You know, can you find a way to... Can you do it at 26, 27, 25, 26 a year, and you know, load that bad boy up with incentives? Hey, you get to 10 sacks, we tack on a million. You get to 15, we tack on another million. Something, anything. I, I, I would, and I'm not here to count somebody else's money or tell Brian Burns what he has to do. I get it. You get one, maybe two opportunities at this, but between the lessened production, even with the tackles for loss numbers that have been pointed out by some of the Brian Burns advocates on the text line the sack numbers are way down and you get to the end of the season and you tell the press yeah you know i might have held back a little bit i didn't mean to but maybe it's kind of human nature because of you know, the contract situation and not wanting to get hurt And it's like well i mean i get it but,
1: but you that's play not football
0: a, but you play football for a living it's it's not a you know it's not a great look when you say something like listen the bottom line is i would like to see brian burns remain a panther However, I do understand people saying this team needs wide receivers. This team needs, you know, uh, an offensive line upgrade or a couple of offensive linemen, too. This this is their biggest asset right now. And I don't like having to trade him away either. But they might have to. If you can't come to a deal, you might have to. And it might be a sign and trade when it's all said and done. Let's Let's go to the phone lines. Let's see what John thinks about this. John, I appreciate you calling, buddy. What's going on?
2: Hey, listen! I want you guys to leave me a hold because I don't have my radio on, but I'm I'm gonna set the record straight. Cool. So you know what's going on. Oh, okay. i right, I'm, I'm I'm I got inside source, very close inside source to the situation, and I'm telling you the way they structured that deal was fluffed.
3: Whoa! There was a lot whoa, of whoa, there. whoa! Whoa!
2: What? You can't. It, it was what now? It was fluffed. It was a fluffed deal. They was taken away. They the the deal was not twenty seven million. I'm telling you this to be true. Okay, it was not twenty-seven million dollars. It was they took away from from what I from what I understand. They they put a lot of fluff in there. It was like twenty million, and if he did this and did this and did this and did this and this, he would get. You know, it was some so obtainable. I mean, not obtainable uh, deals uh, in that in that structure. So the way they posed it, like they offered him twenty-seven million dollars. That's not true. They only offered him. So much, but then he all the other stuff was fluffed in, and he was like, "No, I'm," you know, his agent was like, "No, I'm not doing that because it's not it's not even acceptable on par with some other deals." So I'm telling you to be true, and I'm telling you the truth that they did not offer him a 27 million deal like the way they're reporting it. Okay, so you so you're saying
0: you're saying the better phrasing would be up to 27 million.
2: It was up, to, but yeah, it was 27. It, I can tell you this for a fact. It was 27. But it was it was so it was so undo like the like the numbers like I can't tell you exactly that number I know it was like twenty but the but the the other part of that deal was like if you do a million dollars if you get this and, and this and this and then the 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 fifty option they were trying to avoid that and make it where they was trying to kick it into this deal which was he was not going to give up that money so it was the way they posing it is like they offered him twenty seven million dollars I know this to be true. They did not offer him. They put in like $27 million, but it wasn't structured that way. Okay. He wanted to that year. He was trying to do that. But I, the, the, the deal that they're pointing out there, and that's what got us thinking about, is this really going to be a sign of trade? I think the more it's going about it, because ain't nobody have called him, there's been no negotiation. there been nothing. So this is crazy how they're trying to paint him out as a villain. And people are going to take this like he's definitely trying to get twenty-seven million dollars, and he ain't. He they, they have not. He told them a number, started with a number, and and then it just got out of proportion. So I don't think that hey, this is what. I, I just don't want people to point him in a bad paint paint him in a bad direction.
0: Okay, so I look. Somebody wants me to ask you how you know. I I know better than to do that. I'm not going to uh, ask <laughs> no, 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 no. you. I'm not going. No, 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 no. I'm not going to ask you to out yourself on the air. But you. But you,
2: I'm I'm telling you the truth, and I would never call this radio show and do that I hear you. without telling you that the story out there is not that painted that correctly okay hey, do, 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 me
0: a, do, do, do me a favor shoot me a text on the text line john tell me it's you and uh, we'll have an off-air conversation how about that all right so how do i do that same number you just called just text it and tell me it's you okay thank all you right, buddy right. appreciate it john check it in all right 704-570-9610 uh t- the text line is uh skeptical we'll put it that way somebody wants to know if that was eugene robinson <laughs> under an alias which is that, funny because he does sound like eugene john does sound exactly like Eugene. i didn't hear it until somebody said is that eugene robinson and then that's all i heard the rest of the phone call it did sound a lot like eugene 704-570-9610 that's a compliment by the way i, I love eugene's voice we'll come back uh we'll talk about this some more sports radio 92 7 wfnz
1: Coming up Thursday morning on the Mac and Bone Show, a big segment of Panthers news with Joe Person. And J.J. Jansen joins us, too. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.
0: What the hell, man? Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ the home of sources, breaking news, the best sports radio in the Carolinas. We appreciate you hanging out with us here on a wild take Wednesday. Um, It's become a fat part of the fabric of the show, by the way, it's Wednesday. It's always automatically a wild take Wednesday. So if you want to send me yours, just know that you're always welcome to 704-570-9610. John called us and said that he's close with the Brian Burns camp and that the Panthers didn't actually offer him five years 27 million on average last off-season. he claims they, they low-balled him in the uh low 20s with uh what i think what he was saying was a heavily incentive laden deal with a bunch of fluff as he put it uh by the way that scared the bejesus out of me he said <laughs> fluff twice and every listener out there like me thought that he dropped an f-bomb and i was waiting for you to hit the dump button and i panicked for a second because i was sure he said the f-word.
1: i actually heard him say fluff so you did
0: okay because yeah. no, none of the rest of us did so good on you because the rest of us heard you know an f-bomb uh, but that's what john said and we appreciate his phone call the panthers and brian burns are trying to figure out a deal the uh window for the franchise tag is open teams have to get such a deal done by march the 5th and i i think it's trending toward burns going there on the franchise tag but then again i don't know I really don't know. And we're taking your thoughts on that. 704-570-9610. Uh, we talked you know, a lot of ACC hoops today. Duke and Miami tonight. We talked to Stephen Wiseman about that. Uh, NC State falling to Syracuse last night in a game that both teams needed, quite frankly. Uh, Wake Forest really needed to beat Pitt, and they did. They got a quad one win. In fact, they destroyed Pitt, uh, a la Virginia Tech, Virginia on Monday. And no, I'm, I'm not going to stop referencing that one. Uh, Wake beat Pitt 91-58 last night. And Wake is now 26th in the net ratings, 21st in Ken Palm, yet Joe Lenardi still has them in his first four out. Make it make sense.
1: If only they were a Big Ten team. Day one day would not even be on there. Yeah. It'd be locked and loaded.
0: You're right. You're right. So I'm taking your thoughts again on the Brian Burns stuff. College basketball is fine. Hornets don't return until tomorrow night. There is one, though, one thing, uh, one one piece of pop culture, let's say, if you want to call it that, that I wanted to at least play and, and get your reaction to. It's man on the street stuff, Right. This video has taken the internet by storm over the last 24 hours. Now, i got the audio for you, but this, this video has taken the internet by storm in the last 24 hours. It is a 22-year-old guy with his arm around his 26-year-old girlfriend who was stopped by a man from Barstool Sports with a microphone on the street.
1: No, it's not Barstool. It's over Barstool, is it not? Well, Barstool tweeted out. They've been one day. It's from this uh, IG page called The Desirable Truth. The Desirable Truth. Truth. You're
0: right. I'm sorry. Barstool, I think, really amplified this thing, but it was the desirable truth. Now, we played something like this about a year ago from a similar question outside of Yankee Stadium, Uh, but I got to play this one, too, because the question that this man on the street reporter asks this, I think, very clearly inebriated couple is, if your partner gave you a hall pass... Right? He says, if your partner gave you a hall pass, would you take it? And who would you use it on? Check out this young lady's answer.
1: How old are you? 26. 22. How long you been together? 2, Two years. years. If she gave you a guilt-free pass to sleep with anybody, would you take it? No, sir.
2: <laughs> you you only you might get one pass, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you want one wife. And this is the wife I want. So no. Okay.
4: Now, what about you, if he gave you one?
0: If he gave me a guilt-treat pass, I would take it.
3: That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Sorry.
3: That's <laughs> crazy. Who would you take it with?
1: Um, Lindy Waters 3rd Don't even know who that is. That's our problem. <laughs> yep. Yep. Who else?
3: Um, Barry Sanders.
0: I'm in love with him.
1: Now, what do you think those men have over your men?
0: professional athletes?
3: That's crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: hey,
3: black or white?
0: One is Native American and one's black.
3: But do you
1: think that any of those guys would go for you?
3: Uh, Junior would.
1: That's crazy. <laughs>
3: hey, at the end of the day, it's whatever. <laughs> whatever. At the end of
0: the day, I don't care. At the end of the day, it's whatever. First of all, just the absolute... Lindy Waters the <laughs> third. I forgot that guy existed. He played at Oklahoma State, and he's in OKC's G League team on their G League roster. Like, smoke. Did you, if I had asked you, do you remember Lindy Waters the third? Would you have remembered Lindy Waters the third? Hell no. No, of course you wouldn't have. And then Barry Sanders. Did she mean senior or junior? Junior. Uh, she said junior
1: later on, so she's meaning his son.
0: Okay. So she. Oh, so she did. She, she did say junior later yeah. in the because that made even even less sense. All right. I'm going to make this very quick and to the point. Like, some of the t- somebody said I couldn't finish the video, KB. I watched it earlier. Um, I had to turn it off. I-, I mean, I don't always get with the Gen Z slang, right? I love y'all. I really do. We're not that far apart in age. I think y'all get some stuff right. You get some stuff terribly wrong. But the one thing that the Gen Zers have coined that I love and applies here is that, fellas, young fellas, listen, that girl's for the streets. That girl is for the streets. Are you kidding me? That man was asked the question. He was absolutely hammered. And he said, nope, I want a wife. And I choose to be with this woman right here. And she, seconds later, after having heard his love and devotion for her, says, no, nah, I'm pretty sure I'd hook up with two pro athletes, and then proceeds to tell the camera, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I could absolutely get one of them. He should have left her where she was standing, yeah, right there it, in the middle of the street.
1: Look, if if it was one of those things where he said no, but then she said, yeah, I'd, Ryan Reynolds, it's like, oh, okay, that's Ryan Reynolds, I, like, I get it, you know? Ryan Reynolds is one good-looking dude. Heck, if someone in Charlotte said, "Oh, maybe Dave Canales," like we get it, because we've been talking about how handsome Dave Canales. But like you're talking about just random athletes, fringe pro athletes, Lindy Waters and Barry Sanders Jr. It's almost like she I, might be doing something I, behind. I, I, your don't back.
0: I don't know how many million. Like Wolfpack James says, these videos are scripted. I don't believe these things are real. Now I will say that unfortunately, in this day and age, you're right. So Some, much of the yeah. so much of the content um is absolutely staged and i I, you're right about that i didn't get the sense that this one was i i I truly believe that guy was trying to mask the pain in his heart and the humiliation of being on camera having just professed his love for this girl and she looks into the camera to the microphone and says yeah damn what he says i'm pretty sure i'd hook up with a g leaguer and barry sanderson
1: yeah this feels more like a side talk uh, new york city type video except a little bit more, a lot more calm in that sense, where it's not scripted. I don't know if you know what side talk in New York City is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bing bong.
0: I, 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 just no, bud. Like everything about that was horrendous. She is. I, there's no other better, more succinct way to say it. Say it. That girl's for the streets. He, he needs to leave her where she stands. Just like the dude at Yankee Stadium last year, right? That famous Yankee Stadium. Um, you know, the same thing. Same thing. And the girl starts talking about how she wants to hook up with her ex boyfriend. The guy's just standing there. And it's like, bro, you you hear this, right? You got to get out of there. Everybody on the internet's talking about this video. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, TC says KB at age 38, she'll be crying that she can't find a good man. Bingo for the streets. Smoke what you got, hey, real Just quick.
1: girls, if you're single that are listening, I'll be your huckleberry. Stop it, smoke. I just
0: you've you've upset Jordan, the UFC fighter. You need you need to make up with him on the text line. What did I do he to said, He said he lost some respect for you. You better ask him why. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Dog is up next. Dog, what's going on?
2: Hey man, really like them peaches. Want to shake our tree? She for the street. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, bro. Listen, man. Let me tell you something. Homeboy, now if she wouldn't have been there, he'd have been standing with the homie. He he might have he might have cracked. But he was trying to you know he didn't know he know her personality. How about that? So he was probably just trying to say the gentlemanly thing. Gentlemanly? But she was smashed. She was smashed. And the truth came out. Now, do twins count in that,
0: that question? That's all I wanna know. Wait, what did, what's the last hold on, I missed the last part. What'd you say? Okay. I said, do twins count? Ha <laughs> ha I'm not the arbiter of that, but that's hilarious, dog. That's a.
4: Funny <laughs> hey man, I, I just had to. <laughs> excuse me, I just had to lighten up a little bit. Yeah, uh, you're ball. the man. You're the hey, man, dog. Y'all, y'all have a good one, man. Thank
0: you, buddy. I appreciate it. And twins. <laughs> yeah, so Jacks. I mean, look, is this? She's just a die-hard Oklahoma State fan, then. Just a, ra- a random cowboy that's in the G League now, and. Barry Sanders' son.
1: Oh, my God. It's Brandon Whedon. <laughs>
0: Isabum says, for us old heads, it reminds me of Taxi Cab Confessions. Do you, listen, you just you just struck a chord with me. You just struck a chord with me. Taxi Cab con- I'm I'm going to go see if I can find an old cache of Taxi Cab Confessions on the Internet and watch them this weekend. God, what a great show. Uh, TC wants me to explain simping to smoke before some girl takes advantage of him. You know what that means,
1: right? Yes, I do know what simping means. Okay. If I was be- joking. I, I don't want that girl. No, no, no.
0: You don't want any girl like that. No. Any girl like that ever. All right. And I'm sure I'll get the, you know, some woman yelling at me on the text. What about the other way around? Doesn't matter in this case. Doesn't matter. I'm that not, I'm not that girl's that. for the streets. And that's where you leave her. You leave her in the streets. Because as TC says, at 38, she's going to be complaining why she can't find a good man. How gross was that? 704-570-9610. Uh, texter's just blowing us up right now. I, I can't get to all of these. But I really, really appreciate you weighing in. I really do. Um, I did have a basketball take come in. I guess I should probably sneak that in. Uh, 704 number says, KB and Smoke, I'm an NC State fan, but I'm torn. I want to support these guys. They're hard to watch, though, and play like they haven't
1: practiced in a lot of games. Hold well, that after timeout call well, to end the game.
0: They just don't. Yeah. Like it, You see these glimpses from NC State where it's like, all right, they got their stuff together. And then stuff like that. I mean, and that's is that coaching. I don't think Keats is a bad coach. I think at this point it kind of is. I mean, but that, yeah, yeah, I agree. Like that's, it's hard to act like that's not a a coaching issue, right? That's a game. Listen, Syracuse is pretty good. I want to be, I want to point that out. I, I, maybe I'm just conditioned and programmed to give them their due because of all the years of Bayheim and Syracuse and the two, three and everything, but like not that good. If you're NC state, and you want to be taken seriously. You've got to win that game. I think I, I think state fans feel that that way. You got to win that game, man. You can't. You if you're a serious tournament team, you're at home at PNC, and you can't find a way to get that win at home. It's not a good look for Kevin Keats. I, I think you could forgive them for losing that game in Upstate New York, but at home, I mean, look, you you got to find a way, and it's not over, right? We got what three, four games left in conference, in the ACC tournament. I think there's still some time for NC State to, you know, put together a tournament worthy resume. But it should have been better with this, or than this. It, it absolutely should have. Same texter said, "I'm left with only coaching." Let me let me throw this out there. Maybe we get to this. I always, I hate to do this prematurely because I'll look up in two weeks and state will have gone on some run and made the NCAA tournament. But like, if you're a state fan, you're obviously already thinking about who your next coach is going to be, right? You have to be if you're a state fan, aren't you? Aren't you already planning on on who they'll hire next or making a wish list of the next head coach you'd want to see in in Raleigh? I think you are, right? Who would you want if you're NC State? Who could do the job? It's a hard job because you want to compete with Duke and and Carolina. And, yeah, I mean, you can compete with them, but historically you don't. You don't have the banners. You're not part of the, quote, unquote, greatest rivalry in sports. You do have a great fan base. You're in a great state. But it's not an easy job. It's a good one, but it's not an easy job. So who's going to come in there and change it? I don't know. Seven zero four five seven zero ninety six ten. Hit us up. uh Bernie's on the phone lines. Bernie, what's going on?
4: All right, stop with the reality shows, Kyle. I know you had another child, but come on.
0: no bro. I'm telling. Look, I'm all in on this one. I'm not. I'm not. I would be normally ashamed to be endorsing a reality TV show on the air, but I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not embarrassed to this one. It's phenomenal theater.
4: Go back, Taxi Cab Confessions, HBO, nineteen eighty two, eighty three. I remember them well because. That's when we first got cable in our home in New Jersey. Never had cable before until we got that. And one of the HBO's was that. Um, I, to be honest with you, NC State, Kyle, you're right. Keith, Kevin Keats is really not a bad coach. It's just strange things do happen to this team and this program. Um, you know who I would love to see is Austin Kearns For that, get a chance. He's not far down the road. Um do they or do, Who's the big name could you go after now? Jokingly, would you like Rick Patino right now because that's the way he talked to his players at St. John's the other day? Yes,
1: I'd still and take
0: him.
4: You would still take him? Probably. Okay. Yeah, if, I mean, if he can get kids in and he does know the way of this transfer portal because I believe on his St. John's team. Smoke, you might know this. I think one or two guys stayed for St. John's and I believe he had three Iona guys and, what, one or two from Harvard on that team that transferred over and kind of trying to buy into it. Um, if he's still got the power, then yes. But, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see Austin Curves. I think he's done a great job at app. And, you know, that conference, you know, like you got James Madison in, actually, that could be a possibility because the James Madison coach is, I believe, Byronton, who used to be a UNCW player. And um, under Jerry Wainwright, I'm going back. When UNCW had a lot of success, yeah. Um, so I, you know, there's going to be some moves. Trust me, there's going to be some moves. I believe you. I always thought, I, I it's just, it's, a, it's just a weird sell because I've always thought this: when NC State is good, it doesn't matter basketball or football. The conference has always been better. They've been relevant. And it's a better conference with them.
0: I hear you, hey, really Bernie. Is. I appreciate. I got to jump. I appreciate the phone call, brother. Hope you're well. Seven zero four five seven zero ninety six ten. Smoke. You you took a phone call and were, you were laughing hysterically trying to get what what, what happened over there. No, uh, turn your turn your mo- turn your L-
1: literally someone just uh, called and said Rick Pitino bye. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, Rick Pitino bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they literally said Rick Pitino and then hung up on you.
1: Yes, uh, but I'm, I'm kind of shocked no one's mentioned Pat Kelsey. That's where I mean. Nobody on the text line has said Pat. That's who I'd hire. Someone mentioned Seth Greenberg, but not Pat Kelsey. Seth Greenberg? <laughs> I mean, he's not been coaching. for. T- Someone mentioned Vinny Del Negro.
0: No smoke. Negro.
1: Negro. <laughs> I didn't know.
0: Anyway, um, Seth Greenberg, been out of coaching for a long time. Um, I don't know why he'd go there. All due respect to Seth, he hadn't coached in 12 years.
1: I think he's perfectly fine. I, I, think, he's I think he's
0: sitting on TV exactly where he wants to be. I really do. Let's go to Smoke on the headlines.
1: All right, Kyle. First off, I uh, want to let everyone know, um, we've got an update here in the MLB that's been very interesting. I don't know if you've been paying attention to this, but uh, apparently Fanatics is not Done a good job with the MLB jerseys and uniforms this year, and apparently during some of the photo shoots, we've noticed that the pants, the new pants for the Major League Baseball, are see-through.
0: Wait, see-through baseball pants? Yeah. I I mean, ladies will love it.
1: I (laughs) guess.
0: It's (laughs) excellent.
1: I didn't mean it like I that. I know
0: you. nobody thinks you meant it like that, but come on. The way it came out, Smoke. Come on, bro. I, I always get nervous. I, I everybody just... knows you're a good person that you didn't mean it any kind of way, but come on, bro. Like, Delvis the Rock is cackling at you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just keep going. Keep doing uh, the news. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Uh, uh, according to Pete family a 14-team <laughs> college football playoff. <laughs> Let's discuss by the college football management committee today. The playoff could be expanded as soon as 2026. As Just I feel- shut up, shut
0: up, and go to break. I can't do any more radio. Okay. Sports radio 92.7 wfng Just shut up. Join the Mac and Bone Show on Thursday morning. Plenty of hoops to recap. Duke, Miami, Charlotte, Memphis, all on the table. Sports radio 92.7 WFNG. on his pronunciations during the break won't happen again sports radio 927 7 wfnz somebody said is there laughing gas in the vents at fnz today there might be man this has been my emotions have been all over the place i i've had a lot of fun today i made a lot of jokes today uh i yelled at customer service today <laughs> i did <laughs> you sure did i did i mean smoke can attest i was pretty angry with customer service um with a fairly prominent legal services company before the show and i, I wasn't very nice but I've been all over the map today, and I appreciate you hanging out with us, 704-570-9610. Um, we, we appreciate you again hanging out. It's been such a fun show. I don't even know where to go from here. Let's take a phone call. NC State fans are, by the way, sending us the coaches they would like to have replace Kevin Keats if, you know, the season ends with more disappointment. Now, you know, they're 8-7 and seven in conference. I think they're still in it very much in terms of going on a run and making the NCAA tournament. But uh, last night's a game I think you got to win if you're Kevin Keats in NC State. You're at home. Uh, you and Syracuse pretty evenly matched and you can't find a way to pull it out. I, that's the kind of loss that gets a coach fired. Let's let's go to the phone lines. Dylan wants to talk about state. Dylan, I appreciate you holding, buddy. What's going on?
3: Appreciate it. Man, I have got no solutions. I'm a state fan that's just like has my heart melted right now. Dude, you know, my wife wants us to go to counseling because I get so mad and frustrated at a stupid team. Um <laughs> It's tough, dude. I couldn't sleep last night. You want to know what keeps me up is the fact that this guy's going to end up winning some more games just enough to say, hey, i finished in top five in the ACC. I deserve to have another year, and we're going to keep him on again. And it's been so obvious that he's not the solution. It's been obvious for a while. The guy has to recycle his whole team every year. I know that's part of the like new era that we're in, but he's got nothing going on, no plan, and it seems pretty evident from year to year. So pray for me, man. Pray for
0: me. Oh, I no, I will. I, it's tough because I, I know how much y'all care, right? And I mean that. I, I know that NC State fans, they love their alma mater. They love their, their Wolf Pack. You're passionate. You show up. I mean, for football games especially, somebody said earlier, Dave Dorn never loses to Carolina, so let him coach the basketball team too, which might not be the worst idea. Oh, yeah.
3: do You know who I've got? It? My dad coaches church league basketball. I think he could do a better job than Keith, man. Wow. Does he
0: coach Fiddy Marlowe? Uh... Fiddy Marlowe?
3: <laughs> no, he doesn't oh. coach Carolina fans. <laughs>
0: Dylan, you're the man. Oh, By the way, who who would you like to – like who's your preferred candidate
3: if they move on? Oh, yeah. Um, no, I can't say his name on air, right? I have pronunciation problems, too.
1: <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> right. I feel you, Dylan. Bye, Dylan. <laughs> oh,
0: I love this show. Panther Bo, I love this show, too. Thank you for, for that. Um,
4: yeah, it's just,
1: you know, who does State hire? I think it has to be Pat Kelsey. That's the first one to go after. But then again, I also remember the first, the last time they were looking for a coach, the main one that every state fan wanted, they were begging for Archie Miller in 2017. Uh, if, yeah. And did, Archie Miller didn't work out at Indiana. But I also, I mean, Pat Kelsey's coached both at Winthrop and now at Charleston. Of course, it, this year has not been as good for him because they were on a massive win streak last year at Charleston, but they're they're good. They're still good. And I just think seeing him succeed at two schools in this area, albeit a mid-major, I think that's the guy you want to go after. And plus, he's young. I think he would get he's more he would be more open to doing some of the newer stuff that you see with NIL, and he wouldn't you wouldn't have to worry about that. But uh, Pat Kelsey would be my main target if I'm Book Corgan and you fire uh, Kevin Keats.
0: I, I might just go after uh, Aaron Fern if I'm St- I'm sorry,
1: 49ers fans. I'm sorry.
0: That's not happening, by the way. no. They got a big game tonight, though.
1: Against Memphis, yeah.
0: Yeah, they got a big game tonight. That's a really big game for the Charlotte 49ers. I I can't wait. That one, is that only on ESPN Plus?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, it's on ESPN Plus. They have got it. 49ers fans have had it easier this year because they now put the games on. uh, A lot more American conference games get put on TV networks compared to the Conference USA. But, yeah, unfortunately, tonight, uh, it doesn't help that Memphis has been flustering and flummoxing down the stretch
0: no it doesn't somebody just said bruce pearl to nc state what? no
1: he's he's perfectly fine where he's at i think he the only reason he's going to be let go or leave auburn is because a he might have done some cheating again no nah. or, or 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 b not old brucey he, baby yeah or b he retires he is he's basically at the point where he's probably got that job until he doesn't want it
0: probably Probably now, Chanty and a few others have said Lavelle Moton for the NC State job. What is is he in year
1: fifteen? It's been a while,
0: yeah. Yeah, he's in, he's in year fifteen at North Carolina Central. He's got a career record of two fifty nine and one ninety three, a five seventy three win percentage. Also, tell he's got me, a seven twenty win percentage in conference, by the way.
1: Doesn't he play a style similar to the pack line defense? Yeah, I,
0: <laughs> Lavelle's a good coach.
1: Yeah. Is
0: now when he makes the jump?
1: If he would have made the jump, I feel like he would have made it about three to four years ago. He's kind of like, it kind of feels like NC Central's version of Bob McKillop, where if Bob would have left, he would have left a while ago, but he didn't and just decided to stay there. And that's perfectly fine, but I, I just don't see how Lavelle would be a part of that.
0: Yeah, I like Lavelle. Good coach, great radio guest. But I, I'm kind of like you. Like, if he hasn't left by now, is he going to leave?
1: And plus, that he he is North Carolina Central. Yeah. So
0: oh, they were they were they were independent when he took over, right?
1: Yeah, he played there, so that place means a lot to him. Oh, of
0: course, yeah, yeah, yeah. On top, yeah, <laughs> on top of playing there, yeah, he took over as the head coach when they were still in an independent program. So I mean, if, he's, if he hadn't left by now, is he leaving? I got Chris Holtman coming in, Sean Miller to NC State. <laughs> Mike Dunlap coming in. Oh, God. All right. We got to go. Let's tip our caps and get out of here. Smoke, what you got?
1: Tip my cap to Eli Gold, who is unfortunately no longer going to be calling games for the Alabama Crimson Tide. That ends a 35-year run as being the voice of the Crimson Tide, one of the best voices in all of sports. End of an era, Kyle.
0: Ooh, I'm going to join you in that because, uh, and I mean this, Eli Gold, at, I first became aware of Eli Gold because of NASCAR. And then it was years later that I, I listened to Eli Gold play, calling Alabama football, and it was like, this guy. I mean, one of the truly legendary voices of sports. I'm going to join you in that. We are back tomorrow. Looking forward to it. We have live Hornets basketball tomorrow. Luke DeCott, Carla Gebhardt stopping by. Um, it's going to be a fun day. Can't wait for it. And uh, Smoke will not toe the line like he did today. I can assure you of that. We'll talk to you tomorrow. For Smoke, I'm KB. This is Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.
2: You're going to be dead in 100 years anyway. Live dangerously.